Welcome to the Royals Investment Fund Podcast, where we meet with professionals in the business and investing world. Like you, we want to gain insight and advice from seasoned individuals regarding their careers, investment choices, and other life recommendations. Through this podcast, we interview a variety of business leaders and experts, learning about both their achievements as well as their failures and why they were able to be so successful. This podcast is designed to help you. You are someone with a curiosity in business who wants to learn more and find out what intrigues you most within the business world. I invite you to join us while we explore a multitude of industries and talk with people who have already experienced this journey. I'm your host, Tony Harris. Now let's begin our journey. Today, I was able to catch up with a friend from both high school and Bethel University. Cody Pollock is a Bethel University 2020 grad and works as a financial producer for Thrivent. In this episode, Cody talks about his experience job hunting during the midst of the pandemic and what the transition has been like from college to a full-time position over the past year. For anyone looking to go into the financial services industry, Cody will give you some insight through his involvement working at Thrivent over the past few months. I would now like to welcome Cody Pollock to the show. Well, Cody, thank you very much for joining me on the show today. I'm excited to, to chat with you a little bit. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, obviously you're a Bethel grad as well. We've had many classes together. And, you know, for you uh, graduating in May of 2020, you definitely graduated in what I would consider a time of high uncertainty. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what this past year has been like for you transferring from you know, from that college life to a full-time position within uh, the financial industry? Yeah. Um, I mean, I could talk for an hour on this. Uh, nothing short of crazy, that's for sure. Um, just, you know, trying to get job interviews virtually in March and April, that was just nuts with, you know, lockdowns and everything. Um, a couple things fell through, but ultimately, um went through a series of interviews with Thrivent, um, was really fortunate to land a, a position with a team out in the, the Southwest Metro Laconia. Um, he was looking for someone who could, you know, help support clients, uh, manage his book as well as, you know, try and bring in some, some more people as well. So, uh, kind of was the perfect fit. Definitely God had a plan in that sense. Um, even though it, it, it wasn't easy and it, it took a long time and I didn't start, you know, right after graduation, but uh, got it done. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think you said it well as, uh, as God has a plan and sometimes we may not trust that, but you know, that's obviously the best plan for us. And um, you know, for you as a financial producer in, at Thrivent, I mean, that's a very desirable position for a lot of people. Um, did you know that you always wanted to be in the financial industry? No, um, absolutely not. Uh, you know, high school, I was really into robotics and, and computer aided design and all that stuff. Um, as you know, we've yes. known each other since high school. So, um, yeah, I, I went to engineering my freshman year of college down at Dort and a lot of factors contributed to it, but, uh, didn't continue at Dort, didn't continue in engineering and transferred to Bethel. Uh, started out in accounting finance and then dropped the accounting and just did straight finance. 
Um, so yeah, uh, that uh, definitely was not, you know, where, where I thought I would end up, but I'm, I'm so, so excited for this role and I've really enjoyed it the past few months. Um, kind of just started officially in the, the financial producer role back in November. So only a couple of months getting my feet wet here, but it's been a blast and I'm, I'm really excited for 2021. That'll hopefully be a little bit different than yes, <laughs> 2020. Absolutely. And, you know, along with, obviously you've had a lot of different um, change from college and, and now, you know, working full time. What is that? What is that like? What has surprised you most um, about working full time, you know, in the real world outside of internships? Like really being yeah. in it, you know, what, what surprised you most about that? I have to say that the internships I had were, were kind of chill. Uh, the most intense one I had was unpaid. And so it was, I kind of just went in, made my own hours and, and did what I wanted to do. But um, yeah, real world college kind of prepared me well, I, I guess. Um, but for, like from a time management perspective, you know, spending 50, 60 hours a week working, is a lot different than, you know, going to class and then going back to your room and chatting with friends or, or gaming, you know, whatever, you oh, know, yeah. there's always extra time in college. And it seems like, you know, since I graduated, there's not a lot of extra time to work on my car or go up to the cabin or all, all the other things, you know, that I really enjoyed doing growing up. Um, but I feel like one thing maybe that's really helped is kind of have a set schedule um, we kind of call it the model week. Uh, so I have a spreadsheet, you know, of here's time that I set aside for family or like getting dinner with a friend or something. And if I put it on my calendar, I'll usually prioritize it and get it done rather than, you know, oh, I'd like to get this done. So definitely a set system to just make sure that you get that time away from work. Otherwise, you know, especially with virtual um, you know, you're always in front of the screen, always able to take that call. Um, you, you just got to take a break. That's for sure. Okay. So that was actually one of my next questions is, you know, as you mentioned, you have a lot of passions, you do a lot of things, whether that's working on your Camaro, watching the wild, et cetera. But, but you're saying since you've entered the real world, you are actually like a lot in time for family and, and outside activities, not just kind of, you know, free spirit going on the fly. Like you are designating time, creating time spaces? Yeah, I, I would say my job's a little bit different, you know, than the average. Um, as sure. a financial advisor, I can kind of set my schedule to a degree. Um, Martin, my business partner, wants me in the office, you know, a, a certain hours a day. But, you know, evenings or weekends, I can kind of set my schedule. But um, yeah, I, I don't like just kind of free flowing. Oh, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. I like to have a set schedule and make sure both that I'm prioritizing, uh, you know, keeping the supply chain going as far as client meetings, referrals, everything that goes along with that, as well as um, social time outside of work, uh, friends, family, working on my car, watching the wild, everything. Uh, definitely along the lines of keeping a healthy balance and definitely this industry presents the opportunity to have the healthy balance. But I would say, you know, the first few years, the balance is going to be tilted a little bit more towards business. But once you're in it a while, like, like my business partner, Martin says, you know, you, you bide your time, you pay your dues, and then 
kind of once you get there, you can have some time off. He just spent a week in Florida with his family. And so, yeah, you just buy your time, work hard, and then you kind of reap the benefits or you can go the other route and kind of struggle for a few extra years is kind of the two options. Yeah. You know, thinking about the future, what, what do you, what would you say your ultimate career goal is and you know, how are you planning to achieve that? Yeah. Um, for sure, this career is where I wanted to go. Um, being a financial advisor, but not just that, you know, it's not just financial advising, it's helping people get to where they want to be, you know, coming alongside them, working with them. Everyone's situation is so different. There's not a one size fits all plan. Um, and so I'd say probably my goal is, yeah, keep working on building my book. Um, I love working with Martin and our, our team name is financial group. So, uh, I'd love to long-term stick with that, uh, keep working with him, try and help build our, our team business up together. Um, and then Thriven has some really cool things as far as giving back to community and, and being more involved. So as I do get a little bit more free time, I'd like to be more involved, whether that's, you know, coaching some youth hockey or, um, you know, giving back to the community or I don't know exactly what that looks like, but definitely um, Thriven tries to help us do that the best they can and has some, some cool ways of doing that. But definitely I would love to stay in this job until I retire. Um, it, it's, it's so fun. Uh, every day is a little bit different. Every client's a little bit different, uh, which is both challenging and very rewarding and fulfilling. That sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. And I, I know um, there's a lot of kids that I've gone to class with that want to do exactly what you're doing. And, and the way you described it, I totally understand why. You know, for those people that are listening, wanting to go in your position, what piece of advice would you would you give to them? What do you wish you would have known about uh, this industry or this role specifically before entering into it? Yeah, uh, definitely a couple things here. First off, if you can find a team or a business partner or someone that can take you under their wing and kind of guide you along, um, it's a cutthroat business. And the only way to make it is by knowing lots of people uh, to start off. Um, I mean, once you get going, you know, you can get some, some leads from places around town or, or partnering with businesses and stuff, but kind of the only way to get going is to have a lot of people who, who love you and, you know, will take the time to meet with you. And that's kind of definitely the first piece of advice is, is unless, you know, 500 people that you could call today and they'd meet with you, I'd say, try and try and find someone that'll you know, give you a shot. Martin gave me a shot and I think I've done well with it so far. And, uh, he's really helped me learn a lot just from, you know, the wisdom and that he brings from 22 years of experience in the industry and, and not just, you know, struggling on my own and trying to figure it out. Um, I would say if, if you can do a job shadow or an internship in the financial services in two. Um, that really helped me get an idea of the goods, the bads kind of, did I want to be a, a, a 
part of the big corporate culture or did I kind of want to be off on my own on a, on a team? Um, definitely there's a lot of different avenues you can go in, in the financial services too. Um, from, you know, being a support staff, we have someone on our support staff that does a lot of the back office work and I do some of that as well, or, you know, client facing. So there's a lot of different avenues you can take and definitely, you know, anyone that's interested, ask, ask for just an informational interview, sit down with someone who's a financial advisor, been doing a long time, sit down with someone who just got out of college and is doing it. Um, someone in support, try and get as much advice as you can to figure out what's right for you because everyone's gifts and talents are different. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. And then my final question for you is looking back at your college experience. Um, what piece of advice do you wish someone would have given you? Or if you could just go back and, and talk to yourself, whether that's freshman, senior, sophomore, junior year, whatever that is. Um, what would you tell yourself while you were in college? Oh, again, there's a lot here. Um, for sure. I wish I would have started at Bethel, but there was no way of knowing that. So um, don't be afraid to transfer. Don't be afraid to change majors for sure. Um, you know, if you don't think it's right, then it's probably not right. Go with your gut. Um, go with what you're passionate about. You're going to spend the rest of your life doing your work in that field. Um, and life's too short to be miserable to do a crappy job. So um, I would say, yeah, definitely don't be afraid for that. I would say join clubs or, or spend time, you know, pursuing things that you enjoy. Um, I did a little bit of club hop, hockey, did some club room ball, um, was on the Royals investment fund, you know, try and branch out that helps you both meet new people and figure out what you enjoy. So definitely, you know, try and be involved. And as a transfer, uh, that's one thing I struggled with, you know, sophomore and junior year and, and didn't really pick up on too much until senior year. Um, but you know, as hard as it is to, you know, try and get out there and, and reach out, definitely try and figure out what you like, don't like, and be as involved as you can. Absolutely. I completely, with, I completely agree with everything you just said. So, um, I got one more thing yeah. to add on that too. Find a couple professors that you like um, or get along with well. Yes. And just get a good relationship with them. They want to see you succeed. They want you to do well. Um, even if you're struggling in your class, just taking the time to go to office hours, get to know them a little bit. Um, or even your advisor. Um, my advisor, Professor Carter, is the reason I pursued financial advising. And just the only way she knew that is from uh, countless conversations that I had with her, just trying to figure out what I enjoy, what I don't like to do, um, everything that goes along with that. And, you know, I still chat with her probably once or twice a, a month and we get drinks every once in a while too. So it, it's not just a, a relationship in school. Um, you can get, get to be a friend with a professor that can be a lifelong friendship too. That's so true. I wish I, I wish I would, that that's the thing for me. I wish I would have told myself that like freshman year, let her go back and say it, you know, make those strong, strong connections with professors. Not that I don't have them, but you know, make them stronger. And it, it's so true. They're so valuable. So, well, Cody, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to be on here. And I know that our listeners are just going to love hearing what you have to say, especially for those looking to go into 
um, a financial services position. I, what you said is super valuable, especially just being a year out of college and in a very um, high time of uncertainty. So you are, uh, you are a role model for definitely for me and for a lot of other people. So I appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. And to any listeners out there, if you're interested or, or want to have a, a chat, feel free to look me up and reach out. Um, happy to sit down and share my experience and, and give it any advice that I can. Now, you were able to learn a little bit about Cody Pollock and his role in the financial services industry at Thrivent. If you're interested in connecting with Cody, his LinkedIn information is posted in the description for today's episode. To learn more about the Royals Investment Fund and what we do, you can go to our website at www.bethelroyalsfund.com. Follow us also on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'm your host, Tony Harris, and I'll see you next time.